Hi, everybody. Good afternoon. My name is Bill Vitiello. I am the Director of Institutional Relationships and Marketing here with the Victory Bank in Limerick. Welcome to this edition of Chamber Chat with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. Uh, so a few things before we get started. One, if I wind up leaving the broadcast um, uh, prior to ending here, it's because multiple employees are cooking something really good in the break room. <laughs> and two, uh, we have a lot of work that is happening in our um, in the office below us, which used to be the Keller Williams building. So I may leave to tell them to just hold off for right now. So um, in all honesty, though, I don't think uh, the noise is going to be too much of an issue, but uh, just in case it is. So again, welcome to this episode. Greatly appreciate you joining us. Um, Eileen is not able to join today. Um, but I can tell you, we did have a board meeting this morning. Um, for those who are not aware, I am on the board of directors for the chamber. And during our board meeting this morning, we talked about so many great things that are happening in the chamber. So what I wanted to do was just encourage my constituency and the membership to make sure that they are glued to the website, they're glued to social media, they are glued to this broadcast, and they are also paying attention to the emails that are coming through for the chamber. So there's a lot of things happening. Things are slowly getting back to normal, whatever normal is uh, at this point in time. But um, regardless, the chamber has a lot of great things going on. So uh, just would encourage your engagement there. Okay, so um, not one guest today, but actually two guests on the episode. Uh, so Haley, if you wouldn't mind. I have Jeanette Hassis and jennifer goldsmith sarah welcome thanks bill <laughs> that was in stereo so the audio quality for our audience already is fantastic <laughs> so welcome to chamber chat um thank you so much for being on we have a lot to talk about um irvine is a great organization very mm -hmm. supportive of the chamber and um, we have a lot to discuss so um, I guess maybe, um, I don't know who wants to start. I guess maybe Jennifer will start with you. Yeah. If you'd be kind enough to introduce yourself, please. Thanks, Bill. I'm Jennifer Goldsmith-Sara. I'm the Director of Communications here at Herbine, and we're so happy to be here today on Chamber Chat. I personally, I'm so excited about it. My husband teaches at Montgomery County Community College, so I, I love the connection there. And just it's just so happy to be here to talk about Herbine and um, how excited we are to be growing um, and just I'll, I'll hand it back to you, Bill. Ask yeah, me, absolutely. what do you need to know? And I want to I want to talk to you okay. about Irvine. <laughs> absolutely. We're going to come yeah. back to you in just a moment. Sure. Um, Jeanette, could, Jeanette, could you introduce yourself, please? Hi, yes, I'm Jeanette Hassis. I am a CPA and I am I work here at the North Charlotte location in Pottstown. And I joined Herbine last year after 25 years with another regional firm. So it's been a great time so far and I'm looking forward to a lot more with Herbine and our clients. Yeah, I know we were chatting uh, at one of the chamber luncheons uh, previous mm -hmm. uh, when you had let me know that you were going to be on the show. So I'm excited to talk with you a little bit. Yes. Um, Jen Jennifer, let me go back to you, if you don't mind. Um, I know <laughs> Irvine, Irvine's been around for a long time. I don't know if most folks realize that. Could you could you tell us a little bit about the history, please? Irvine, well, it this is a great year for us. We're celebrating our 50th anniversary as a firm. So it's it's just a lot happening with our 50th anniversary. We've got a lot of things happening inside and outside Herbine. But we want to congratulate the Chamber on 95 years of serving the Pottstown 422 corridor. 
Excellent work. We love the we chamber. Look, we look okay for 95, don't you we? Look, you look very good. We want to look that good when we're 95. So, you know, we're just so happy to be here um, in your area. And, um, you know, it's just it's just really a great time for us at Herbine, which not least of which is the uh, exciting new mergers that we've had this year. I'm teeing it up for you, Bill. Yeah, go ahead. Chat, chat about it. Well, well, Jeanette joined us, um, uh, you know, has recently joined us. We also have two new firms um, that joined us in January, um, Capaletti Pinter and Company and La Mastra Group. They're both very well known in the area. Um, Jeanette's with one of our ex our existing Pottstown offices um, that was the former Michael Cross and Company, now one of our Pottstown locations. So um, Jeanette brings a lot of talent and energy to um, Pottstown. And, you know, we just have so many great people in the area. We're just so excited to serve you. Yeah, so I see your growth in the region over the last few years yeah. since 2016, I guess, sure. three recent acquisitions, mm -hmm. right? You have the Michael Cross and Company, Capaletti Printer, a Pinter, yep. and then the Lamaster Group as well. Yeah, right? all, th all three of them all, all able to handle a full wide range of services and solutions for the community. So we're just, uh, they're just terrific folks there. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, so Jeanette, uh, tell us a little bit about Herbine, please. Well, we have obviously 50 years of service. Um, we go back to Carl Herbine, who was the founder of the company, and he was very big into the agriculture and the dairy farming. So we have consultants we still have on our team, and we have a whole area devoted just to that. Um, we also have a couple more. Well, we had another acquisition last year, a merger last year with um, Mustetler HR Solutions, and they bring a whole extra group of people and a whole team to help us with our clients in servicing them with their employee needs, their any of their HR areas. Um, and then we also have another group that is, we call it FOS, uh, which stands for Financial Outsourcing Solutions. And they help with the financial institutions with different compliance risk management and all of that. I have one of one of their team members shares shares our space here in our Pottstown location, just because it's closer for than driving up to Allentown. So we were blessed to have her here with us. Um, so I've gotten to learn a lot more about FOS while she's been here. So, sure. and then we also have obviously Herbine and we have everything. Um, we do accounting, we do the tax, we do business valuations. We help with transitioning from with family members, helping with estate planning, helping with merging companies, you name it, we've got you, we got you covered for everything. <laughs> nice, I, I like it. So I don't know who this question is more geared towards. So just uh, raise your hand if you don't mind who's gonna answer, but you know, let's say I'm, I'm watching this podcast or, or this chamber chat live and, or I'm listening to it. Um, if I'm a new business and I wanna engage with you, can you kind of take me through maybe what some of the steps might be? Like, what are the, what are the first types of communication you have with a potential client and what kind of questions do you ask? I know that might be a little bit loaded because you have a lot of questions to ask, but just give a general sense that if I'm a business owner, what kind of information I might need to be prepared with. So who would like to answer that? Do you want me to take it, Jennifer? I'm, I'm going to Jeanette on this okay. one. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. Yeah. I've actually had a number of people reach out to me this past year. Um, and it varies depending on what, what, where they're at in their, in the process, whether they've already started their business and they're an existing business or whether they're just getting started. Um, I had one lady reach out to me, her and her husband and children had acquired a existing business, if you will, outside of the area, but they're based here in Pottstown and they needed, they needed help. They didn't know where to turn. 
So they called us and I said, well, do you have any accounting solutions set up yet? Um, a lot of our clients work with QuickBooks. We have a QuickBook consultant on staff. Um, and I said, do you have anything? And she said, no, we're like, we're, we're literally just settling, purchasing this business and we don't know where to go. So I've guided her through it and helped her in what records they need to keep, what accounting records, how does, I mean, a QuickBooks consultant helped her with setting up the QuickBooks file and gave like a crash course in training on how to use it. And obviously setting up your bank account, um, making sure you have operating agreements in place. Some people don't even think that they need to do that. Um, but <laughs> it's, We've seen I, that. <laughs> I, I'm never surprised at what I see with with particularly new businesses starting out. And we're here to we're here to help guide them through that process. So yeah, and it's interesting you mentioned that too, because we came across a lot of folks during the PPP who um, just in the general formation of their business, they might have, you know, applied for an EIN and might have some of the paperwork, um, but really kind of a deep dive on what was actually needed. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say it was there all the time. And it, that kind of slowed the process down a little bit during PPP at a very critical time. Um, so if I'm a business owner, you know, I'm, I'm re-looking at that and I'm probably looking for a partner who might be able to clean some of that stuff up for me um, and give me a little bit better direction. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great point you just made there. Yeah, I always, I always try to emphasize to businesses that they need a minimum of four, basically, team members. They need their banker. They need their accountant, they need their attorney, and they need their insurance guy or gal. So you have to have those four. If you don't have a good relationship with those, you need to work to, to build that relationship because they're going to be the ones to help guide you. I had one client, again, another startup. They started up in 2020. And I was like, I was surprised to see that come, go in with the pandemic. But they call and they're like, well, do I buy, do I buy or lease a car? And I was just like, well... I'm like, what's, you what's your business? It, yeah. Like, wh what are you expecting? How, how much revenue are you expecting? What are you, I mean, just with a new business startup. And then he was like, okay, well, I'm going to buy a car. Well, do I put it in the company's name or do I put it in my personal name? And just knowing their personal situation, because they had four adult drivers. And we'll say mm -hmm. adult being young children who are in the range of 17 to 23. And I, anybody who has a house like that, you change cars in and out. I said, this is more of a insurance question than a tax question. Mm -hmm. And they were just like kind of floored that I would say that. But I'm like, you need to make sure you're covered and that vehicle's covered for any of your drivers. So if you're going to put it in the company name, you need to make sure your insurance company's okay with that and that they know that that's going to happen. And they they called me and they thanked me and they said, yeah, they, they were told not to do it that way. So... Mm -hmm. Again, those four, those four key players as far as keeping your business successful is is mm -hmm. very important. See, and this is why you gotta talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because Herbine has the they have the skill set, they have the people who have seen this before and can yes. navigate it for you. Um, Jeanette, so again, you've been with Herbine for a short time, but could mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit about your history, please? Your employment history. Um, I spent 25 years in public accounting. I primarily, I mean, well, I specialize in tax. I don't want to say I primarily, I specialize in tax in all aspects of tax, um, closely help businesses. I don't do any of the publicly traded companies. I do anything non-publicly traded. So any of the tiered partnerships, any of the tiered corporate structures, the S-Corps, C-Corps, um, multi-state, 
so we have we at Herbine as well as what I've I've serviced in the in the past businesses are all over the country and the days of just operating just in Pennsylvania and thinking you're only going to have business in Pennsylvania is kind of a thing of the past at this point. Um, There are some that can still can still do that, but it's becoming less and less. And so I have that multi the multi state experience, which also comes with the individuals as well, because we don't only help the business, but we also help the business owners as well, because it's a whole team approach. So with the with the individuals, you get into the estates and trusts because it's not uncommon for businesses to be passed on from generation to generation. So I also help with that regard in helping the businesses transition to the next generation or third. I've seen up to fourth generations um, and making sure that they have the ability and have the knowledge with the tax aspect of it to be able to understand what this means. Because I ran into a situation the one time I got pulled in and the kids were just like, no, I don't pay taxes. Dad always took care of that. And it's like, well, that's great. That was when dad was the business owner. He's not the business owner now. He passed away. So now you're responsible for the taxes. And they're like, oh, well, we already spent them. I was like, well, <laughs> so I've yeah, seen that's... I've seen so many different things over the years, but it's I, I enjoy it. Probably the least part of what I've been, what I have done is when people basically have a long time relationship and then the spouse who passed away is the one that we had the relationship with and they don't even know the surviving spouse. And they're just like, Oh yeah, Jeanette, can you, can you meet with so-and-so? Great. So I get to sit here and I get to be the one to say, Oh, I need this. I need this. I need this. I need this to somebody who's never done financial books and records before. And they're they're saying it's, and they're saying it's somewhere in the building. (laughs) They're like, well, it's somewhere in their office. And I'm just like, great. I mean, I thought I actually had one client. I went out to their home because they had been a farmer for a very long time. They were a dairy farmer and they basically just after 50 years of doing books, they were like, I'm done. I was like, you can't be done. We still need to follow your taxes. Yeah. Well, then yeah. you need to come and get the information. And I, I walked into their dining room and I'll never forget it. It was an old farm table and I'm talking old farm table. That's like nine foot long, probably like six foot wide. And it was stacked six inches deep of mail. And I was like, oh, oh yes. my goodness, but th- you do what you have to do. I mean, we're here to service our clients. And if that's what it takes, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm diving okay. in. Yeah. And, I, and I, I wanted to drill down just a little bit. Um, when you're talking about some of that succession planning, mm-hmm. or even when you're starting a business, you know, and I'll, I'll often say this, but I think it might be overlooked maybe more than it should be, is that when you're opening a business, you should also plan to exit the business Absolutely. somehow, right? So at what point? You know, if I'm multi-generational and I haven't had that conversation with my family yet, or I haven't gotten a plan, like when, when do you start, when should you start thinking about it? Like, again, I know it might seem natural to say, oh, I'm going to retire soon. Well, what does soon mean? And, and at what point, uh, am I asking the question, right? Like, you know, should you, should you do it within the, should you start planning for something within the first year of being open for business or do you at five years in or 10 years in, you get some guidance there? Every business is different. And to, to say one specific business, you need to do it at this point in time is, is kind of a challenge. It's more individualized to the business. Um, but I try to let people know that although you think you're going to live forever, 
the reality is that main, I mean, we recently have had a couple number, a couple of family members diagnosed with cancer in the past few months. Mm. And it's like, we, my husband and I are just kind of looking at each other going, this was unexpected. And, it, but it happens. And we're optimistic that everything's going to be fine. I mean, one has gone through the surgery, all that, but you just don't know. And I try to approach them and say, okay, like, especially if you have one person who's running the show and doing everything themselves, they don't have anybody else involved. If it's, if it's to that extent where it's a sole proprietor and it's really just them, whether it's business advisory, management, that type of thing, and they're really the only one that can do it, it's not something that they can pass down, then you're, you're lim a little more limited. And I always suggest that they try to team up with another, and I hate to use the word competitor, because I know in public accounting, I always heard, oh, well, they're a competitor, they're a competitor. To me, nobody's a competitor because we're all in this industry together and we're all here to service businesses and clients. So having having that camaraderie with colleagues that are in the same area, because if something does happen, you you can they have somebody else that they can go to. But as far as the multi-generational businesses and the ones that have been in existence for for a good amount of time, or especially like the farmers or the farming businesses, you've got people depending on you. You've got 20, 30, 50 employees. You have to think about it sooner rather than later. If you don't have something in, plan, in place, you have to like at least start the conversation. Um, if you have multiple owners, it's very important that you have a, either a buy-sell agreement or something in place so that... Everybody knows, and it's not a guessing game when something happens to one of the, the lead members of the team as to what's what's going to happen to the business, mm -hmm. because that's the worst. That's the worst feeling in the world sure. is you you lose one of the senior management level people, and it's just like, oh well, Joe Joe passed away. Are we going to have jobs tomorrow? And no no employees, no businesses should ever put their people in that position. So the sooner they they start having those conversations, the better. All good information here. And Jeanette, I'm going to give you a break for a second and uh, go to Jennifer. Um, so take a swig of water if you need to. Um, so, so Jennifer, um, how many yeah. employees does Herbine have? We are currently at about 250 and growing exponentially. We're, we're just, we're just growing strongly. So yeah, about 250. Okay. So yeah. folks that are watching or listening, yeah. You have 250 experts who can help That's navigate right. you through your business here uh, you know, again through all your suites of services. Go ahead. No, I should say, Bill, you know, our, our tagline is helping our team, our clients and our community succeed with confidence. And, you know, just what our audience has heard Jeanette describe, she's exactly the kind of advisor that, that does that for Herbine. Um, all of our team members bring that kind of passion and, and, you know, dedication to our, to our clients. So we're just so thrilled to have her and our, our great team. It's really an and, exciting and, time for us. Yeah. And you're right. Any interaction I've had with your folks have, uh, they've all been very passionate about uh, what they do. That's right. um, can you speak as, as marketing, can you speak a little bit about what the chamber does for Herbine and how you kind of approach your membership with the chamber? 
Well, the chamber gives us opportunity to, um, you know, obviously meet with uh, your members and to like to network and to just to be part of the events in the community. I mean, for example, today I just saw that the chamber just uh, presented a six thousand dollar grant to area schools, and that was so fantastic for us because we're so passionate about education here. So we want to be we're so happy to be part of an organization that believes in the same things we do. So it, it's it's a very meaningful partnership for us at Herbine. And we, we hope for many more opportunities to work with you in the future. And I, I know you guys have been members for a number of years, yeah. so we thank you for your membership. I um, right. wanted to look anytime we have an opportunity to kind of humanize this a little bit, <laughs> uh, we, we do. So, Jeanette, I'm going to go back to you yeah. um, outside of what you do professionally for your clients and what you do for Herbine. What do you enjoy doing? Do you have any hobbies? Do you like to travel? Well, in addition to, I guess, my, my work, I also am on the board with the Pottstown Cluster of Religious Communities. And like you were saying at the beginning of this, that you guys just had your board meeting. We had ours last night. And it was very encouraging and very uplifting knowing that our organization has put almost $8 million back into the Pottstown community through housing and food stability. So we were able to keep people in their houses, keep them from being evicted. It started with the pandemic with 2020 with people losing jobs and it has continued in through 2021. So we also, and I, I get to be a part of that and I get to, to help. I, I'm also the, I mean, I'm on the board as well as the treasurer of that organization. So I enjoy that. I'm also, I help with a church and we have our first, first youth group over in Coatesville. Um, my brother is heading up a church and it's a micro church just because there's a big, I don't want to say anti-church, feel, but a lot of people, if you don't have those relationships, people feel they get lost in the big mega churches. And I think that we're seeing a lot of the churches of the past are not as well attended and the brick and mortar is not as attractive to the younger folks. So we're doing what's called a micro church and we're just going out to the community and serving. We've, it's based in Coatesville and we've gone out, we've cleaned up the park. I don't know how many times we partner with Good Sam. So that's really, I mean, I have a big family. I, I, I have a wonderful husband. I don't have any children of my own, but I've got 19 nieces and nephews. So okay. well, there you go. That's that pretty keeps large. Me busy. <laughs> yeah. When I'm I'd not say. working, they're all like, oh yeah, nobody sees Aunt Jeanette during tax season. But outside of that, I mean, they 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 keep me busy. So I enjoy my family. I love gardening. I love being outside. So cool. I stay busy. What are you what are you planting this year? Uh, everything. My mom taught me to make canned salsa last year, which was great. Sauerkraut. If anybody needs me to can sauerkraut, I got that. I've been doing that for years. I don't, I don't grow my own cabbage. My mom gets that from a, from a farmer up by where she's in. She's up in Sullivan County. So not too far from her. She gets it from a farmer and I've gone through the whole process. My husband won't let me do it at the house because it stinks too much. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, I'm planting uh, tomatoes is about the only thing I can handle. So, uh, yeah, no, tomatoes, peppers, peas, scallions. Okay. I, I do all it, right. melons. I do it all. Watermelons, cantaloupe. Cool. Uh, yeah, I enjoy all of it. That's good. That's well, good to get to know you a little bit better. And, and then, then anything uh, Jennifer... I, I don't have, I take over to my neighbor with all her, I don't know, 50, <laughs> right. 60 chickens. I, I forgot to bring some my way. I lost, count. Yeah. I lost yeah. count on the chicken count. 
yeah. And then Jennifer, how about you on the personal side? Well, I have a, well, I'm married. I have a 17 year old son, as I mentioned, when we were talking about driving earlier. So um, right now we're in the middle of college uh, considerations and getting that. Uh, so I spend a lot of my time trying to guide him through that. Um, but I am looking to um, expand my board membership and get more involved in local community organizations um, once he gets off to college, especially in the area of food insecurity. It's something that's very important to me. Mm -hmm. And I hope to do more with that in the future. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a huge um, topic right now. Um, mm -hmm. And most folks aren't even aware because yeah. they can go to the refrigerator and open it up and something's there, That's open right. their cupboard and there's something there. And there's a lot of folks uh, that can't right now. So um, thank you in advance for the work that you're going to do there. Definitely. Thank you, yeah. And so, Bill, can and, I just, can yeah. I... I don't want to interrupt, but I did want to mention anybody who in the Pottstown community who is struggling with food instability mm -hmm. to reach out to the cluster. Um, they're right there downtown. They're at Frank, the corner of Franklin and King. Mm -hmm. And we have the I mean, we have food right there on site. They can do they can order online where there's no contact. They basically just do everything right through the app and they can order it online and come and pick it up. We have a van for people who are homebound, who can't get out to get food. We, there is a gentleman who, who will deliver, um, obviously that's on an ad, as needed basis. So anybody who, who is in that situation. And we also, I just saw that we have oil assistance. So people who are struggling with it, obviously heating oil has gone up in price. So it's a first come first serve, but we were given a grant to be able to assist some of the members of the community in that regard as well. Oh, that's great. And thank you so much for mentioning that. And I would ask uh, Haley, uh, from the chamber from behind the scenes there, if she wouldn't mind putting that in the episode notes. So folks that are listening or watching this uh, has, have an opportunity to interact with the Potsdam cluster. So yeah, thank you for mentioning that. That's great. Yeah. Anything else you ladies like to talk about before we, uh, before we go? No, I just want to reiterate again how happy we are to be here. We are, I just want to tell um, your audience, we do have a new website coming later this spring. So we're looking forward mm -hmm. to that. We'll be sharing um, not only our services and solutions, but to Jeanette's point, a lot about what we do in the community as well will be on our new website. So looking forward to that as well. That's awesome. Jeanette, yeah. any other thank, thank you for having us. I mean, it's it's great to to chat with you and it's it's not quite the same as meeting you in per face to face in person at an actual event but i know i know it's we will see and it, yeah. it's there and we gotta i mean we use it so yeah and i plus this is an opportunity you know to have it in this forum is this is an opportunity to be able to share it with you know your folks that you know mm -hmm. so maybe you know there's some prospects who are interested in working yeah. with you you know you can send this to them and say hey you want to know what we're all about you want to know what our people are about I'm going to send you this video link. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's an opportunity for you to share. And and honestly, it's an opportunity for you guys, for the uh, public to get to know you a little bit better. You know, like you said, Jeanette, you know, meeting in person is one thing. I, I feel like when we meet in person, though, we wind up giving 30, 60, maybe a five minute commercial about our business, but we really don't go deeper to the relationship level. And I think that's where you guys are much different. So um, thank you for talking about that. Appreciate it. Yeah. And that's, I'm just one member of our whole team. I mean, as Jennifer said, we've got 250 members. So if it's something that I can't answer, I am more than happy to, to pass it over to our other team members. I've had a number of people come to me about nonprofits and I'm like, oh, we've got a great team that can handle mm -hmm. that. Yeah, right. So nice. I, I, I send, I send the nonprofits to, to, to the appropriate people. Mm -hmm. So, yep. but we're that's here, great. whatever way we can help businesses, individuals, we're here to service our clients. So. That's right. Awesome. 
Well, thank you so much for being on today. Thank Appreciate you, it. Bill. Thank you so much. Sure thing. Just hold on just a moment. Have been uh, Jeanette Hassis and Jennifer Goldsmith Sarah from Herbine. And if you haven't had the opportunity, please visit their website and also meet these ladies in person as well. So once again, my name is Bill Vitiello. I'm the Director of Institutional Relationships and Marketing for the Victory Bank in Limerick. And until we connect again, all my best. Bye for now.